0: Hey, this is Harpo the Healer. Welcome to Harping with Harpo Podcasts, Series 2, Episode 3, or our 13th podcast, a supplement to Harpo the Healer on YouTube. Today, which is the 6th of July 2021, and RJ and I are looking at the possibilities of time travel. Has it actually already been achieved? In particular, an alleged experiment carried out in and around October 28th, 1943, called the Philadelphia Experiment. At this time during World War II, Allied shipping was getting decimated by U-boat attacks, essential food and supplies being halted from the United States to Britain, and as well, Nazi Germany was working on heavy water ideas for nuclear bombs, and also pushing ahead with top secret anti-gravity ideas. The Allies had no idea at what stages they were at with the latter, and so possibly seeing it as a race against time, trying things out perhaps, throwing caution to the wind, was certainly a realistic option. Was it simply a routine, anti-mine, what they call degaussing procedure gone wrong, a venture test to be undetectable to radar, or was it something far more sinister? Come with us now as we explore time travel and the Philadelphia experiment.
1: Hey, how's it going today, RJ? Yes, fine, Harper. It's fine. It's good.
0: Well, today, this is going to be fantastic for the listeners. Time travel. Are we at the stages yet where we are, uh, you know, moving forwards or even backwards? But uh, can we can we move forward in time? We're going to be talking today about some people who uh, actually believe that they have actually done it, uh, which is quite amazing. That's amazing. Um, yeah. So we're going to kick off, RJ. Can you start us off by explaining to all our listeners about the Philadelphia experiment?
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. It's, this is this is a fantastic story, Harpo, and it's all relevant to the discussion that we'll probably have a little bit later. But it's um, it's an interesting alleged military experiment that, uh, by the U.S. Navy in a Philadelphia shipyard back in 1943. So it's a few years ago now. It involved a ship called the USS Eldridge, which has become quite famous, I guess, because of the, the claims that have been made about it. Mm-hmm. And interestingly, the experiment start was actually t- took place in 1943, but the actual story didn't actually come out till 1955. Mm. So that's interesting, I think, that there's, there's a sort of time lag there of like 12 years. Who knows mm. what that was, why that was there. But it really came out through, and, in, and another aspect of this is it came out through a UFO sci fi writer. Which kind of makes you sort of alarm bells ring a little bit. Yes. Um, his name was Morris K. Jessup. And so he had, uh, he was obviously a sort of a well educated chap in his own right, but he was obviously interested in UFOs and sci fi writing. And he, um, he'd been sent this information by a character called Carlos Miguel Allende who said he'd witnessed this experiment, and he'd been sent this back in 1955, but he said he'd witnessed the experiment in 1943. Okay. And basically, the premise of the experiment was that the boat was rendered invisible. It was teleported to...
0: Oh, you just had a glitch there, RJ. Um, just finish that off for you because it uh, just got lost in translation. Teleported to Norfolk, Virginia.
1: Teleported to another dimension and met some aliens, maybe, I don't know. Teleported through time, right? And consequently, from that, some sailors died, and some were even fused into the ship's hull. Wow. If we can all believe that, it's yeah. amazing, isn't it? Incredible,
0: yeah. So,
1: uh, you know, this M. Morris Jessup. I'm not sure he really thought this guy was, uh, you know, all there. He thought it was a bit crazy with this idea. A little while after that particular um, correspondence and Jessup actually writing one of his books, one of his books was then sent to the, what's called the Office of Naval Research, uh, a book called The Case for the UFO by Maurice Jessup, and it had been annotated within the book. So this is just an ordinary book yeah. that was sent yeah. to that office, and it had been annotated with all mm-hmm. this, this um, notes um, as if it's like it was as if it was two, two or three people talking about this extraterrestrial life and within it they were making references to this event, this Philadelphia, what they call now the Philadelphia Experiment. Mm. Now when they looked at it in more detail um, Jessup was actually able to sort of confirm that he thought it was all by the hand of one person. He thought it was this Carl um, Alan or Callendar, he, he changed so his name. Names. All yeah, yeah.
0: This guy. Yeah. So this
1: was a strange little book that then, then really set the set the ball rolling on this whole kind of like theory of what happened. That little book got printed in its own right, a very small run, um, and it was called the Vero Editions. That was the publishing company. That then book um, became the basis of where are we So that was 1963 what did that happen yeah so you can see, I, I, like 20 I, years
0: I, later I, I read somewhere about that book that uh, i know it sounds ridiculous just to jump in mm. there but yeah you it, do yeah. somebody somebody said somewhere that um anybody who had a copy of that book <laughs> <laughs> was was, was uh, guaranteed bad luck oh right like, okay. apparently apparently um yeah, yeah i know it's, it's crazy that this is this is how these things it is, develop, it is how, you know? yeah,
1: it's, it's good, it's good so anyway, so this book became the basis of various other books and stories that then come through and you get various different books um, by various people, some are kind of just fall by the wayside, nothing major going on, one in 1979 seemed to be quite a popular one and it was actually called the Philadelphia Experiment, Project Invisibility mm-hmm. um, uh, that was in 1979 by Charles Berlitz and william moore now, that seemed to go down pretty well and it seemed to say that einstein was involved because of his theory, his research on unified field theory which is another we might talk about that a little bit later
0: oh yeah that's the, but, that's the thing where you get electromagnetism and his his, his theory on um uh, relativity, and he, he wants to shove it all together into one thing, isn't yeah, it? it? Yeah, with quantum
1: theory and classical theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Counts, it's the, yeah. It's the holy grail, isn't it? That's the holy grail, of thinking yeah. for all this lot. But then the, the the big thing that really changed things was a film, I think, was, again, based on that. And here
0: and here we get another glitch, where um, RJ's dialogue gets cut out completely again. And what's really strange about this is um, the last three pods we've had, we've had none of this whatsoever until we started talking about time travel. And um, every now and again, RJ's speech gets cut out. Anyway, we continue.
1: They kept it all going. So that's in the cultural side of things. That's what's been going on. The- um... Yeah, because because basically
0: that guy, Alan, you know, the guy you were talking about, or or whatever his name Mm -hmm. was, because he was this guy, wasn't he? He he said he was on a a neighboring ship in Philadelphia Harbor, where it sort of became like a green fog, didn't he?
1: Ah right. Yeah. Is this, this, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Like
0: green fog and then it disappeared and, you know, and then he sort of embellishes this and it gets more and more into it, doesn't it? As the years go by.
1: I mean, he's, he's, he's known within the actual story for being a little bit of a, um, with a very creative imagination. Um, somebody said about him and they may think they were sort of suggesting maybe his reports weren't that reliable, Mm. You know, so the, the difficulty is, is that, you know, that becomes, that's the kernel of the story, isn't it? It's his sort of statement, you know, back in 19... That he yeah, censored, we'll, we'll probably Morris come Jessup. back to
0: this. We'll probably yeah. come back to this, but this is mm. exactly the thing that we all look at all these things, where if 150 people had witnessed exactly the same thing, yeah. independently made statements that were identical, yeah, then you'd think, well, there's something serious. But like all these things... It's always one person or two yeah. people who've seen things.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and also what's interesting is, is obviously culturally what's in, in the air around that time. You know, you've got Einstein. He's become really mm. famous, really mm. popular. He's almost become a celebrity, isn't he? And he's talking about... And here we have
0: another glitch cutting out RJ's speech yet again. This is the third one. We haven't had this in pod after pod unbelievable we're talking about Einstein and Tesla and uh, time travel al Bailey all this stuff and suddenly we've got this going on I um, obviously there's a must be a rational explanation
1: for it all but uh, anyway I digress let's carry on people want to believe these things because I guess that, and if they have a creative imagination yeah well this guy they, Alan, I mean,
0: they, they, they said that it uh, it had materialised in Norfolk, Virginia, didn't they? Yeah, and that, yeah. Um, and yeah. some soldiers brawling in a bar, sort of yeah. going in and out of focus, and then you know he got it. It went from just sort of an invisibility thing to yeah. much more um, sort embellished of, uh, as a
1: story. Yeah, yeah. So, but in, going back to the just the basics, we'll get the basics sorted so that the yeah. uh, The experiment is based on this idea of a unified theory by Einstein, which basically is, as as we just sort of say, linking quantum theory, which is like the small world um, of science and atoms and things, with this classical theory, which is basically Newton's ideas, which is if we hold those things in our heads, we can kind of like see the discrepancies to a certain extent that kick in. But the idea that we're going to use these large electrical generators to bend the light around the object, and that would have then generated a sort of invisibility right. or created the boat to be invisible, which the US Navy thought this is really good because obviously yeah. they've been going through the war. And they thought this would be a really good tool because it would make us uh, you know we could avoid all these boats yeah well the, the
0: allied shipping was being decimated and supplies mm. coming over to britain as a right state, yeah. isn't it? so there's some quite some desperation at this time yeah yeah so you can Get see something. why
1: they're kind of prepared to put money into this and obviously mm. there's a lot of money that obviously has to be spent in these projects so mm. um mm. there's obviously sort of some aspect of it that's kind of convincing them that it will work yeah, um, and obviously they've got the, the science of there's a, a catch chap that you'll probably discuss a bit more was Nikola Tesla, who's kind of the basis of the actual science as well as Einstein. He's the more famous mm. one, but Tesla. Um, so anyway, this test was taken, it was was carried out, and a few, you know it was there was a few initial versions of it where people had become sick, and then they said, look, we need to re look at things a little bit more before we do a really big test. Yeah. Um, so they've had a few problems with it and they were looking at So they, up to the point of 1943 where they actually do the one which becomes known as the Philadelphia Experiment.
0: 1943. Yeah.
1: 1943. Yeah. So the ship became invisible but disappeared, teleported to Newport, Virginia and was seen by other another ship. Um, and then it came back 10 minutes later from the time and, it, and it, in this green mist or this green fog. I'm not quite sure yeah. where that was. So And there was obviously serious side effects for crew. They were sort of nauseous. They couldn't think properly. Apparently some Um,
0: disappeared completely, didn't they? Yeah. That's what they said, yeah. yeah.
1: So, you know, there's there's potentially an experiment that's happened that's maybe gone a little bit wrong. And so then maybe the the, the authorities are thinking, well, we need to maybe cover this up a little bit. Maybe, who knows? And so they've sort of argued that maybe... There was an element of brainwashing that might have gone on to try and keep it mm. secret. And then obviously from that, little stories have sort of filtered out. But the, the the various people that have done research on it since it happened have kind of said, look, there wasn't masses of research. All these things are based on that book. You know, the book that was had the handwritten mm. notes by that Carl Allen. And mm. so no one was doing some proper research. They were just sort of regurgitating that same story. Um, uh, so that was a chap who, you know, sort of so talking about actually the real provenance well, of I think, story yeah, the story in historical I, I, sense.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that um, this this chap that comes into it. Um, you know, uh, you mentioned Morris K. Jessup there, who was an yeah. astronomer mm. physicist. He was known for finding double stars or whatever he was looking at. Yeah. But, um, he ended up taking his own life, didn't he? Um, he did. He
1: didn't really get a very good... Um, Although yeah, he I think he, his marriage
0: was on the rocks and um, mm. one thing and another. And uh, his first book was successful, but further writings uh, mm. it didn't work so well for him. And I think also he's, he was a scientist to start with. And I think, I, I mean, his first book, it was a, it was a serious attempt at a, at a guy, it was a scientist writing a UFO book. It wasn't out yeah. way out. He was giving it a go. But, of course, the scientific yeah. community were kind of um, not giving him positions in his jobs. His jobs is drying up because because they they weren't taking him seriously, I think.
1: Yeah, it's very difficult, that not it? Um, I can yeah. imagine for him. Quite sad, really, in that sense. So you
0: don't know, but there's a conspiracy theory there that they think somebody might have had a hand in, in that. But when you read uh, the situation he was in, it mm. might well just be um, not death by natural causes but you know there was no outside what I'm saying is there was no outside influence no um, you know
1: no I mean he's part of the story at the beginning but I don't think he kind of I mean obviously he commits suicide in 1959 so Mm. the the Mm. story doesn't really get traction until I don't think it gets traction probably till the sort of maybe well, you, the sort of late seventies, early eighties. Yeah, you're 80s. right because
0: this, this chap, that we're going to talk about, Al Balik, this um, mm, mm. this guy who uh, him and his brother, who were they were on the U.S. Eldridge on the they call it on, on Long Island in a Montauk project, and he yeah. he after watching the nineteen eighty four eighty five film, I think it was uh, a yeah. Hollywood film, he suddenly said that his memory had come back and, and that he'd been on the ship. Mm -hmm. and that he time traveled and um yeah you know his story is incredible i mean he this guy's got a degree in physics and he was a he was a naval um officer on the board with his brother i mean he he even after his time traveling days he, he said that he was actually somebody else and he was 10 years old and he was born in 1916 instead of 1927 and um yeah. He ca- called himself. His his name was Cameron. He he, he had a different name and everything. But uh, he he said that they were doing um, they were on the USS Eldridge. Him and his brother, and they were doing top secret work. And um, basically, when experiment had gone wrong, they him and his brother realized what was going wrong, and they jumped over the side of the ship.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and
0: then they yeah. uh, they
1: they got transported. Well, I couldn't work out when he said that in that little film. He said he just kept falling. I said, yeah, well, if you're falling, you're going to land somewhere In the moment. You're probably going to yeah, be dead. Well, but my thing
0: is, he, 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 at one stage, he arrives in 1983. And, and von Neumann, who's one of the doctor yeah. scientists there, he, who he recognises as a much older chap, he, he, yeah. he, somehow he arrives there. But he also says he goes to the year with his brother of 21 year 2137 and he wakes up in this hospital looking at these tv screens and there him and his brother are being treated for um radiation burns and six weeks in this hospital and he's looking at these tv screens Mm. and he's describing these and then amazingly enough he ends up going to another time frame i think it's uh, much much later than that. uh, uh where are 2747? Yeah. He ends wow. up going. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he really
1: goes with it. That goes. And, it, and, yeah.
0: he, and, then, he, and then he spends two years there. Yeah. Um, and when you listen to his talk, is I don't know what you think, Ardie, but he, it it sounds he sounds extremely credible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he sort of sounds like a kind of fairly actually when you watch that that film footage it's on youtube he kind of looks like a kind of an old guy you you can sort of imagine when he was younger like in the 40s and 50s he's just grown older from there and i think it's like you know he has a sort of um he comes across in a sort of very like you know you you can trust me you can believe me i'm telling you like something yeah. that you know he doesn't come across as some sort of
0: I mean, Crazy he came out with crackpot. some incredible statements, you know. Yeah. Climate change altered the geography, and all the Great Lakes have joined into one, and, it, it describes, yeah, and Eric, he describes, describes a... all these different things. But, mm. uh, but that we just got it. It's just his word for it. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's great. It's, it's strange when you sort of the problem is, I guess the problem for for the community is as it, as it as it is, if you're going to believe experts on things, if you're going to put your faith in experts, what you don't want is experts coming out with all this stuff as well, do you? you well, he watched
0: this film in the 80s. And so by 1990, he's now touring around doing his lectures. But yeah. for many years, he hadn't done anything. Yeah. Oh, which is extremely odd. And okay, um, he says that they, would practic- they were doing psychological experiments at Montauk on New Island. Well, if that's the case, then maybe the answer's there, that um, the brainwashing that they were working on uh, as a byproduct to perhaps... There you go, another glitch, and this time it's my own voice talking about um, the byproduct of balix from these experiments and the brainwashing. Just as I get to the crux of the matter, my voice gets wiped. I'll just drop that bit in and then we'll carry on. With this guy, Albert. I mean, people, you can look him up on, on, on YouTube. We don't have to go through everything that he, he did. But no. apparently it gets to a stage where Neumann says 1943 because the ship's expanding in a hyper bubble or what hyper and if it keeps expanding it could destroy the earth so him they go back to 1943 and smash up the old tesla generators that are built to save the world kind of thing yeah and and what i thought to myself you know when he spends his two years in the year 2747 and he describes these floating cities okay the first thing i would do He knows he's going to go back to 1943 Then the first thing I'd be doing is I'd be saying Can I go and have a look at your latest tablature or Latest thing to tell me what happened Who won the Second World War? Yeah Because he's going to go back as he says He went back to 1943 to live his life So when he got back Why doesn't he say well I know what's going to happen here? Yeah Because I've been to the future so. I would look for a load of events that would have happened between 1943 and the next couple of years because yeah. they'll be able to tell him because he's been in the future. Yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah,
1: it's difficult, isn't it?
0: Because yeah. he tells you all about these floating cities, but I'm interested to know, doesn't he really want to know about his immediate future because they're fighting a world war in
1: 1943? Yeah, no, I, know. I agree. I agree. not seem to bother him about bothered that. Bothered about that, no, no. There's there's lots of things that I think, you know, it's such a crazy situation, isn't it, to be in? Would you would he have even had the opportunity? I mean, yeah, if he's I there for two years, there must have been there. Brainwashed
0: so that he, he he couldn't remember to ask that question or something. Yeah,
1: yeah. It's funny because if you do this time travel, I don't know what happens. I've never time travelled, over. Oh, I have, yes, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the time, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: yeah. No. <laughs> but do you if you time travel? you may not be able to sort of like relate to those times, those years that you've traveled past or through, as it were. Yeah. You only really remember, I know you would probably sort of say, well, okay, what happens in the future? If you get to a future, you might go, well, what happened? If you then remember only up to the point that you left the present time, would you then be compass enough to sort of go, yeah, can I do what you were just saying? I'll go back, go and look at the records and just see what happened in the sort of not too far future from when I'm gonna go back. Yes. I don't know whether you would do whether you would do that. What do you do? Write write it down, well, bring it back, I, and then say it's,
0: it's a really good one. I'm gonna talk about Nikola Tesla in a minute because I yeah. think he's pretty significant to all this. But yeah. um just from that point of going backwards and forwards, I, I I was probably gonna leave this further into the talk, but we could we could just touch on it now and maybe come back to it. one, one of my my theories is yeah. I have a theory on this, and I think that like this guy, Al Berlick, I think maybe he has been to the future. Now you think, why am I saying that? And I'm saying, no, maybe he has. But my theory is after doing this research recently, RJ, is that yeah. I think to myself, well, in quantum physics, seven out yeah. of 10, they know they don't know what happens to the other three out of 10. Yeah. So I'm thinking that three out of 10. That could be making up multiple, multiple universes. Yeah, yeah. So when you time travel, you and I time travel to an, a different time, the yeah. same year, but we're both in a different dimension. In other words, he goes to the future of a parallel world that's exactly like the one he's gone come from, but it isn't our world. So when he describes how America's developed, it's a bit like... You know, for thousands of years, um, Madagascar or um, somewhere like that or Galapagos Islands will be same as on the mainland. But yeah. then the evolution will change just slightly after so many years because they're separated. Mm. So my, my theory is, well, c- that could be a possibility. Yes, he's been to the future, but it's a future of a parallel world that's that's grown very similar to ours. But it's not ours. He can't mm. actually he can't actually go to our future he's, yeah, he's exactly. going to a he's going to a dimension but it's not this one because there's multiple
1: dimensions sure yeah yeah i think you can do that i think well honestly i think just on that you science you can do pit,
0: it? i knew it yes <laughs>
1: <We> <laughs> <laughs> no, but you, if answer. you extrapolate you see the thing is what well, i think the thing there is that all, all you all we end up doing is extrapolating a kind of the micro world but really, there are different. things. what you're talking about. There's the quantum jumping, aren't you? This is the thing that really freaks out all these scientists. That this is what they didn't say that
0: like. Energy. We just, we just, the, 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 uh, the, just go through that last sentence again. Well, no, just, I just sort just of think. Did...
1: What I'm just trying to say is, it's, it's the, the theory is there, isn't it? It's this what they call it's this this quantum jumping, and this is the bit mm. they didn't like about quantum theory is that you can literally jump from one universe to another. But I think the, the, the universe is still an absolute universe. Even Einstein would say that, like, even though he would sort of say, yeah, there is an element of the ability to time travel in one of his thought experiments, which is another thing I thought was quite interesting. We could add maybe later. But you, the, the, the world that you live in it is the only world that you live in. You can only live in one world at one time. Yeah, I think that's what the, I was saying. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. So even when he goes to the future, he is going to a future. That yeah. we could learn from, but it's not going to be our future. He's no, no. in a yeah. in a parallel one. So yeah. E- yeah. each time you go, you're going to something that's similar, but it cannot be ours. So that's it, right.
1: You can't, and and I don't think we can quantum jump because we're too. Mm, the universe is. This is where I know that they haven't quite. I know
0: that in CERN, that that thing at uh, the collider thing, they did it. Yeah. They did actually do a time travel thing, but I realise they did it with a photon, which yeah, is. Yes. Um, A subatomic particle and it's Uh, got no mass. It has no mass whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. that's fair. But the the, the, unless you can do it with a solid object, Mm -hmm. so then you can't. The science,
1: see see the science only works for the two things. The quantum theory only works for the very small, and the classical works, the classical Newtonian science only works on the very big. But I see I think what was happening back here in the 1950s is they were trying to, in a sci-fi type way, they were kind of mashing them up, saying, oh, well, we could do it with a big ship, you right. know? But, you, you know, you can't really. In theory, you might be able to, but, in you know, you really, you can't. It doesn't work. But anyway, it doesn't stop the story being really good. But, uh, and this... Um, we'll bring
0: Nikola, Nikola Tesla in here. Yeah, bring it, him in, yeah. This poor guy's. he's had a really, he's probably, um, you know, he was a technological visionary, and yeah. he could envision great things and make them work. And he he dreamed he actually dreamed of giving everyone an unlimited, endless supply of energy. Yeah. And I think that's one thing where governments are not keen on that idea. And just to quote him here, I mean, this is a guy and uh, got a letter of introduction to Thomas Edison and mm. turned up in America uh, with about. Four dollars in his pocket, and that was about it. And he—he was—he was an electrical mechanical engineer, physicist guy, mm. genius, genius. And it says he should have been a household name, and history's kind of just blown him apart, left him yeah. behind. Actually, yeah. Um, he says the progressive development of man's dependent on the the uh, program uh, development of invention. Its ultimate purpose is complete mastery of mind over the material world. Uh, and he said that in 1919. 19. And, hmm. and then this is the thing that I think what we're talking about here, RJ, is hmm. he says, the day science begins to study non-physical phenomena, it will make more progress in one decade than in all the previous centuries of its existence. Nicola yeah. Tesla. Yes.
1: Yeah. So what does he mean, there non-physical phenomena? What does he mean there, then? What does he mean, mean? I'm means?
0: guessing... I'm guessing non-physical, so I think he's saying looking at the sort of um, the, the psychic route, the teleport. Looking at something, the consciousness.
1: That yeah, maybe we could be tangi-
0: isn't tangible. I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously, this this interestingly that could happen. I think you might mention it before. Could you could you time travel just in your head, like a bit like um, Einstein has these it, thought experiments? You but you if just somebody have to go
0: through that for some some reason. We're breaking up. Uh, no. We seem to be breaking up. Sorry, and right. just. Yeah. okay carry just go go carry on i
1: think you mentioned it before in terms of non-phenomenon uh yeah aspects well it could be something that you do within your head your consciousness or within your conscious that you time travel like through your the brain waves or something like that is that what you mean yeah. is that what you reckon he means
0: I think that's what he means, and I think that that that's what we've talked about before. I believe that because Tesla himself says that he thinks that teleportation or going to different planets or it should, I'm sure I've read it somewhere that it was mm. he was talking about using the mind as opposed to using it, mm. it was that's his suggestion. But um, the thing is, the but he, that is but he's the, a, but we're just talking about him just for a second. Yeah, in 1831, um, I think Michael Faraday. Mm. Uh, Discovered electric magnetic induction in other words for the lay people like me and you and everybody listening It was Mm. possible to generate electricity and Tesla comes along and basically uh, You know He invented AC current in other words everybody's house where the electricity he had a fight with uh, Thomas Edson left after six months basically and Mm. and he, he was going down the AC current route, but basically You know, instead of having to have massive substations of direct power plants every every few miles, he he gets he uses AC current. And basically 80 percent of all modern technology is all a result of Nikola Tesla. Mm -hmm. I mean, X-rays, patterned wireless communication. He did the first remote control boat that they thought was an animal inside it when he was taking it up and down. You know, and people like Marconi had, had, had taken his ideas and there were there were tesla was first and he patented uh, i mean guided missile defense strategy systems and a mm. favorite the tesla turbine 97 mm. percent more efficient than anything steam powered in, of its day i mean he he was he's an absolute genius and yet he gets passed by really
1: yeah yeah that's no, a shame isn't you know, it really yeah
0: uh, but he actually, but he actually says, if you want to understand the secrets of the universe, he says, yeah. think of terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Well, I always knew that the blues harmonica would come into it at some stage. Yeah, definitely. There yeah. we are. Energy, there. frequency, and vibration. So, if you're a yeah. musician, guitar, saxophone, piano, anything that's he that that's that's basically it, I think. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. He's got his, um, but he but he had these. Um, generators that were his and um the tesla coils mm. as they call them with mm. this degaussing thing of wrapping around the the ship to so that they um evade mines you know, yeah the, that's uh,
1: right reducing the magnetic field that's what yeah, it's trying to do and, uh, isn't it that, that was I actually think, a thing yeah they and did I think yeah.
0: that the, the experiment originally was probably to trying to be um they were trying to develop it to be invisible to radar i think that's why i read this guy came out years later who was a an electrician mm. on the ship, and he said, "No, there was no nothing special going on. It was just they were working on trying to be invisible to radar." That's right. what uh, that's what he was saying. So, yeah, yeah. Tesla's yes, idea yes. was that the whole universe was made up of three, six, and nine. These numbers, right. three, six, and nine. He says, "That's it. Yeah. Everything's tied up in that." And he explains something like he he said the pyramids. He yeah. said, it's not it's not just the shape of the, uh, of the pyramid. It's, it's not the shape. It's where it's put. I.e., You could look at Stonehenge. It's not the yeah. blocks. It's where it's put because they reckon it's all to do with, um, this three, six and nine number. That right. I, I can't go into it because it's, it's pretty, pretty tricky, but it's all over the internet about yeah. this mathematical number of everything adds up to either three, six or nine.
1: Right.
0: And, yeah. um, and then the constellations and the great philosophers looking mm-hmm. at how they map things everything mm. works that way so that was
1: his thing and his and angle, um, yeah on the whole thing yeah that's interesting i mean some of these and he was a,
0: he was he wasn't for war he was complete anti-war he didn't want to sure. invent yeah. anything that was going to uh, harm people and i think that's nah. another avenue in the middle of the second world war i mean i know he died in january 43 but You know, it's another thing that he 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 wasn't into any of that.
1: No, no, I don't think Einstein was either, was he? Because he no like sort of.
0: They just caught up with the War Department. They have to work, and I guess that he
1: because he he was working
0: on the atomic bomb, wasn't he? Yeah,
1: that's right. Yeah, and I think yeah, some of his and they're under pressure during the Second
0: World War. The Germans were working on um, anti gravity.
1: They were working
0: on this anti gravity thing, and I'm guessing.
1: I mean if you think about that, if you think about the war, you got the Germans, they're obviously fighting the Germans. Einstein has German background. Tesla is what what he was, was a, Yugoslavia, a was um, Yeah, Croatia, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, these people are from that eastern not they weren't German, but they're still from that area. So they wouldn't want to necessarily be relying on science. So you can imagine Tesla being kind of covered up, his story being covered up because He's someone from like that Eastern Europe side of things, um, but yeah, that's just a sort of cultural thing again. In terms of what what you know culturally, what the authority or what the people would be wanting other people to think of think about. In terms of like America, we can do these things ourselves. We're not relying on yeah. science coming from Europe. But it, yeah, it, yeah, it
0: does. It does seem that um, I, I think that Tesla was aware of the dangers of. Trying to have a go at this with humans I think, and I, I'm sure Einstein Was, I'm sure they both were I, I, I'm yeah. sure he was appalled if, if that thing Had gone on, because of course it, it's The Philadelphia experiment is an Alleged experiment, but this mm. Al said that the ship was used In uh, in Montauk um, Long Island You know, um, and Other things, it was, you know a psycho- He says himself, psychological Warfare, and you yeah. think, well Were these mm-hmm. people then used for brainwashing purposes and probably that's one of the reasons why he came out years later the way he did i don't know
1: yeah it might it might have something to do with it yeah i mean obviously the yeah it's, it's difficult to tell isn't it really obviously people these sort of crazy stories that come out from these things used to sort of hide things up quite convenient aren't they um, yeah and the,
0: the strange thing is that neither you or i are a physicist but with this kind of thing it seems that half the time it doesn't really matter because
1: the no. conspiracy
0: guys they'll they'll come out and say well it is anyway yeah. and they then you just have to kind of go along yeah. with what they're saying
1: yeah the, the prob- yeah the problem is that i think even if you probably had a real expert trying to sort of debunk the story they probably would debunk it in like 2 seconds flat wouldn't they but the, but for some reason it's we like to sort of create these patterns in our brains to sort of read a story where it makes sense, even though yeah. probably if you talk, if you were to, because my theory, my little theory on this was the story really didn't come out till 1955, which is when Einstein died. So I think if mm-hmm. if they'd been trying to push the story before then, he would have just yeah. been going, look, this doesn't make any sense. It just wouldn't make sense. But as soon as he's out of the way, as it were, he's not around. He's not around to debunk it for them. There might have been, I mean, Einstein's theory is quite difficult. I mean, have you ever tried to look at the theory of... Yeah, I know. Race? And it's a bit like
0: Al- the, Al- the Albelic uh, witness guy and the guy that's time-traveled. You know, mm. he's not coming out until 1990 to say these things when he was around. In, and he talks about Dr. van Neumann, Dr. Tesla. Yeah. He talks about these people that he met. Well, he's kind of doing it when most of the people are dead now. Even yeah the people on the ship. So that's convenient so and also they've, they're conveniently gone so he can say what yeah. he wants
1: and also the science probably developed i don't know when this whole idea of multi-universes came in but i can imagine sci-fi people are really into all this stuff yeah that they're they're at the head of you know like when you watch star trek a lot of the stuff that's on star trek is now like coming true you know like the communicators you know the, everyone's got smart whole universe
0: out. speaks english yeah
1: yeah that's right yeah <laughs> But, you know, I think the sci-fi does tend to get there first, doesn't it? And then you kind of, the crazy ideas, and then yeah. suddenly things, the, the actual technology catches up, and then suddenly you can do these things. So maybe he didn't really talk about these multi-universes until later, because that that thought had been put into his head from what science was saying, like, you know, this quantum theory, quantum jumping into multi-universes. Yeah, you could, in theory, go time travel but you know, when you actually look at the basics in terms of time travel, you you can only time travel in one direction. From what I can gather, you can only travel into the future. You can't really travel into the past. So if he's travelled forward, as he says he has, to the mm-hmm. year two thousand seven hundred, whatever, but
0: he's had to travel back.
1: How does he travel back? I mean, how do you travel back? And when it, actually the because science will say, say to you? We go going
0: to the past. So if you travel forward,
1: yeah,
0: I get I get the travelling forward. If you two sprinters are sprinting down a track. And one yeah. gets there before the other then he's in the future of the other one i get that i can understand traveling forwards i yeah. can't understand going back how yeah. does he get back
1: yeah it's, it's it's weird it doesn't quite make sense even from our very limited knowledge funny, the
0: as we're talking here there's little glitches in the that's stopping our conversation every so and it, yeah. this has never happened in the last three podcasts so right every time we start getting to the Crooks, for the matter. It, there's a little glitches.
1: Yeah, it could be it must something be happening. Here, yeah,
0: it's that lot from a different yeah. dimension listening in now. Yeah. they want yeah. if we're going to spill the beans, and then it's all yeah, over. Yeah, we're getting
1: too close. We're you getting know, too there close. There are
0: people inside the moon. You know, it it is a satellite for a, a different race of people. All that sort of
1: nonsense. Yeah, You that's know. no, good. It's good. So, did you but, say you had a sort of bit of a theory? Did you did you have a little bit of a? Well, theory yeah, I this?
0: think I mentioned earlier the theory that I think there're multiple dimensions, and I think yeah. that. Um, if somebody does manage to travel to the future, that it's not an apparition, but you you're you're in you you are there, but it, it's mm. it's it's alongside our world, but it's not our world. So yeah. he might recognise the United States of America. He might recognise that Britain might be might be joined on to something else, and mm. some things will look the same, but some things won't mm. because it's it's. But I don't believe you can actually going to your own i think it, i think it's i think you're in a different dimension every time That's
1: how yeah I think, it, I think that that, that what, what do they call that was that we were going to try and mention it that superposition principle wasn't it oh and what's we that, about that? well we talked we talked about that a little while ago we were talking about that one time as
0: we talk there'll be some physicists
1: now cringing going what are they talking about Yeah, it's just bonkers. Yes. no it's about being in two places at the same time isn't it Ah yes, 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 yes. Yeah, so, but the thing is, basic from what I understand in that sense, and it's a bit comes back to that thing about like how how when these events happen, all we rely on is like one witness, one person saw that, and yet there's all this stuff has happened, and only one person. Yeah, because if, if they
0: went into a courtroom, you know, and this yeah. Al Bellick says. Um, he goes in that gets swears on the Bible stands or wherever he does and stands in the dock and says I went to the year 27 or 2137 or whatever he did and yeah. then if you had a hundred people all came in with you know but yeah. if it's just one person on the stand yeah it, 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 the barristers or the lawyers would be saying well we can't put him on the stand on his own He'll just,
1: yeah
0: can't we, be believed we've got to tonight. have
1: with more you know, we more First evidence, we need more evidence. First times are happening, yeah.
0: second times are coincidence, and third times enemy fire.
1: You know, in, yeah, other, yeah. Words,
0: in other words, you've got to, it, it can't, it's got to be a lot more than a coincidence before yeah, exactly. you start yeah, yeah. believing it.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know? But so, so I think the thing is, with, when, the, when the people, might, the point I'm trying to make is, which relates to this point, is when they worked out this quantum theory, and this quantum jumping even the people like schrodinger and heisenberg these scientists oh, these
0: top guys yeah
1: these top guys they said it's like an absurd there's an absurdity to it there's just a complete absurdity like we can measure all these where these atoms are mm. but we don't know exactly where they are at a given moment in time all this sort <clears> of stuff it's an absurdity and i think people picked up on that but what what they were trying to say is you can't have two things happening at the same time from you know you you're either in one universe or the other you can't be in both at the same time. And this is with this super principle superposition. Yeah, because I think happens. even when
0: they did it with a sub particle, I might be talking absolute rubbish now, but I'm sure mm. I read somewhere that even when they did it with a sub atomic particle, they had to get another photon which was uh, identical or they mirrored it. They mm. they, they had to clone it or, or show it something to make it do something. Yeah. And I, if I remember reading about, I'm not quite sure, but there was something about, because as you're saying, it's very difficult to, to say it's the same thing that's mm. going from A to B. You know, yeah. or, or, sorry, what, yeah. what we're saying about the, the thing being in the same place at the same time, in two, yeah. two, places, at the same two time. places
1: at the same time. Yeah, you can't, you can't, it can't be in two places at the same time within one person's viewpoint. You're either in that world or you're not in that world. So the thing is, if that ship, so the USS Eldridge, has gone into this other world in, mm. in a sort of quantum jump, it would have had to taken all the people around it that then say they saw it in that other world. You know, you, and this is where quantum theory clashes with this gravity or mm. classical theory in that quantum theory is just a very small, very tiny, tiny aspect of science in terms of those worlds. But you can't. If you were trying to expand that to like the big world, it just it would be slipping into different universes all the time, and it wouldn't happen. And it doesn't happen, does it? You just we just don't suddenly slip into this other universe and say, oh, no,
0: you don't disappear um, no. and then and then come you back. You can
1: only be in one place at one time. It's yeah. the superposition principle and the superposition principle only really works for these sort of micro little these like. Subatomic particles, and it's a Mm. bit weird. But that's the thing that these people didn't like. Actually, all these scientists didn't like it because it's not—it's not like perfect for them as scientists. They think it's completely Mm. absurd. And I think, I think, I think, you hit
0: the nail on the head there. That's that's the thing that that gets me is being in this. You know, if if a guy says he's now in the future and he's talking to somebody in the future, two, three, four, five hundred years, a thousand years in, and and then he's going to come back, back to this point.
1: Yeah.
0: And then, and then you're saying, well, what point when he's over there in the future,
1: yeah. he's been
0: here, what point is he going and coming back? And, and he can't be, because if he can't be in two places at the same he can't,
1: time, like not really. No. And I no. get the
0: idea of going into the future. I get that. I, yeah. I, I don't get how, how on earth he comes back.
1: No, I can't, I don't <laughs> I can't work that one out. I mean, it's all to do with the speed of light and stuff like that, isn't it? Um, oh yeah, because
0: was it Einstein? See, I'm not. See, I'm been a musician all my life. You're an architect, so we don't. We. Don't, but I know. I know enough to know that Einstein once said. Uh, I don't know if it's disproved now, but he said that nothing's faster than the speed of light. And know. Not that.
1: yet. No, but there are some. Not apparently yet. There's some real subatomic. Well, there is one actually.
0: There yeah. is one. Like, it used to be Usain Bolt. Yeah, that's
1: right. Yeah. In
0: front of, and then, and I actually think there is one that's beaten the speed of light. If it was, if he could continually take his drugs, uh, the Canadian Ben Johnson. Because if he'd continued on that path, okay. he'd be in his early sixties now, and he'd, he'd he'd be he'd be for miles and beyond, I think,
1: on one breath. You know? Yeah. <laughs> to keep that bit in, I don't know. You know? Cause, yeah.
0: Because you you wonder, certainly, it's like in that athletes. If they got one athlete and says, "All right." You can take anything you want,
1: mm. absolutely
0: anything you want. Every drug known to man
1: mm.
0: over the last thirty years. How fast would they be over a hundred meters? Well,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You wouldn't. Yeah, there might. There does come a point where physically you probably won't get any it could faster. Could be impossible. Will you? To go any faster, surely. Yeah. Yeah, you think? You think it would be?
0: Yeah.
1: But, it depends. It depends. But um
0: but yeah. that it, it does. But
1: so. Actually, the one thing I was going to say is if you do travel into the past or into the future, which Einstein does say that you can do, Mm. um, they talk about this thing. If you go like the speed of the speed of light, you get this what they call the twin paradox. Have you heard of that one? No. The twin paradox. Well, basically, I don't know why it was twins, but anyway, basically the one who's traveling further, going in the space rocket, going at the speed of light. He travels right and say the time frame is a hundred years so the person the twin that's back on the earth he ages by a hundred years and he might be dead but the twin that's traveled out and come back in the hundred years at the speed of light he's actually only aged like 14 years right so what i was trying to work out is if you did that if you traveled I, out I can
0: see how you can come back then you can come back if you come back fast enough
1: if you come back fast enough, so you, that's maybe he, he's sort of, um, and obviously because of relativity, you wouldn't know how fast you're going, would you? Cause you don't know how fast we're really going. Like we're, we're, if you were sitting on a light beam, you wouldn't suddenly feel you're no. going faster than a light beam, would you? Yeah. Or you wouldn't feel it. Somebody else who's looking at it. this is the whole relativity thing. But if you then go back, if say you travel, say that, that person, that twin who's traveled into the future or, or traveled out at the speed of light. Yeah. Um, Say he's travelled out fifty years and then he comes back fifty years. But say he doesn't come back and say he arrives at a planet. Okay, mm. is he in the future of those people or creatures or aliens that are on that planet? By you know, there. If it's all relative, if he's if the planet is on the same time frame that we're on, as mm. it were. Depending, mm. it's the same. Depending, it's not a huge planet like Jupiter or something like that, where mm. the mass reduces the speed of light anyway, because it you know the way mass affects light yeah. it slows yeah. it down doesn't it so if he's gone out there so you could argue that what i'm trying to work out is is that person that twin is he in the, their future or is he in his future
0: i suppose once he's in their dimension yeah then he's in their future
1: he must be yeah because he's coming yeah yeah so he's arrived earlier than he would have ordinarily arrived if he'd yeah. been relative to their time frame because it would have taken him 50 years mm. actually if he's traveling the speed of light he's arrived in like, you know, seven years or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But then he must be in that world's future, so he hasn't jumped into a different universe. He's just gone into somebody else's future. I guess. Well, I
0: thought it was quite interesting that Tesla saw the. You know, I mentioned the pyramids. Yeah. And the shapes. Now, so this three six nine thing. Oh yeah. Well, he, he thinks that. that well, oh, people have thought since then that Tesla was aware that. Um, Maybe that's those ancients trying to tell us something. That, yeah, that, could that, be. Yeah, that, that their point, their shape. That the fact that um, the the Earth is it's got this magnetic. It's got sorry, it's got electricity all around it, yeah. from each pole to pole, and it goes out, and that you can t- you can um, get onto that energy and use it. It's an endless, it's an endless supply.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what you were talking about that earlier, weren't you? We were talking about these sort of. These points around the planet, like Stonehenge and all these sorts of things. Yeah, well, he, I, very...
0: I think, and and I, I saw something recently where they were saying that Tesla was onto this, and yeah. they said that the, although a pyramid is incredible shape, it, it's very very efficient in in its design, but it's mm. but it's not because they move these they move them a long way, just like Stonehenge blocks were te- brought from somewhere else. Yeah. they think maybe it's not so much the as we said before that the shape of the thing it's it's where they put it in relation oh,
1: right. to yes yeah, it maybe nodal points around the yes, planet where the
0: magnetic where the this, electrical the,
1: magnetic fields yeah, drop yeah. in drop out go
0: around the go the rings that are going round the earth at different points mm.
1: and he, he was uh, tesla's onto
0: that he, he's and mm. i'm thinking from from a world point of view if he was onto something like that well surely governments and everybody they wouldn't want everybody to have um, have their own energy forever no, i mean
1: i think you, you yeah you're right i mean the thing is though the the usual story with stonehenge in these places it was their sort of forms of astronomy wasn't it where they would map the rising mm-hmm. of the sun so that's what we're all given that's what they tell us isn't it that's what they tell us all these stone well, we have them down here actually where we are in our part of the world these stone circles and things they're quite popular Back in the day, I guess. Back in the yeah, yeah. It's, it's Back like, in the prehistory, crop like
0: circles, isn't it? What's going yeah. on with drop circles? Yeah. In, in the... And again,
1: the, the, the story, the given story of the pyramids is it was for the big for the kings, the pharaohs, wasn't it? It was their monument that they were going to leave for the for posterity.
0: Yeah. But
1: as you sort of say, the the other story that they don't want us to know is possibly all these other sort of slightly strange yeah. things, electromagnetic fields and things.
0: I think. Well, I think that the thing that the magnetic fields that that's the, that's that's the key to it. I think that I mm. think that is the key to it. That if man if mankind could could somehow um, use that, I think that that's the the key. But going back to our time traveling, as yeah. we're coming sort of we're sort of winding up on our thought processes on on time yeah. travel. Yeah. Um, my thought process is that somehow. I believe that it is possible, but I believe it's possible like a shop window that you will go into a dimension in a future, but you're in a shop window like a dream. In other words, you're on a, pa- a parallel world, but you're not actually in the world that we are in. We never, yeah. we never, we, I, I don't actually think, I think we'll be in a parallel world.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I agree. I just, my head, you just got to get that, you got to work out how to jump from the two worlds, haven't you? Yeah, I mean, you I'd to like to rip. think
0: that it could be the same world, but then if that was the case, then nothing would be relevant within the world. It would be, nothing would be relevant because...
1: It would be like you had sort of mentioned before, The it's almost like when they talk about the space-time continuum, it's like a rip in the space-time continuum. Is that what you're sort of saying? And you get these, Like Stargate things or whatever. I think they'd probably just be
0: like multiple universes and then the they they continually um, evolve and then you just get more and more and more and more and more. And and so that um, and our minds haven't tapped into that yet. So basically you could use them as a, a way of learning, not because it's you jump into a parallel world in the future. So what you get is you can see what they've done with their technology. Mm. And then maybe you can come back but you can't
1: this there's still this coming back it's still yeah. coming back i can't controlling it now. is in somehow somehow controlling it i think is the thing isn't it i don't know how is this is what you're sort of saying you're sort of, sort of suggesting that like um far advanced sort of alien type people have got have, come, have worked this out sort of thing or maybe us in the future Say, so give us another sort of five well, thousand years. the
0: thing is, if, if you take the biblical view, I mean, you know, the, yeah. the, the biblical view. I'm not going to say the the, the, the great um, scientist um, Stephen Hawking, the one where he said, you know, yeah. God had stop all droughts, uh, stop all famine and everything, and you know, and reintroduce croquets yeah. and Olympic sport. That was his
1: You're idea. Right. Of, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no,
0: but if but if God existed,
1: mm. then
0: why does he make one world? Why isn't he made multiple? universes of a similar framework thousands yeah. and millions of them so he can observe all of them why would he just make one surely he'd make hundreds and thousands of them and he can watch them all at the same time and see how they develop so yeah you,
1: know, <laughs> yeah, you why, could look why, at it, why like
0: it like why, is, that, yeah. why is, is he only interested in one why doesn't he make a billion of them you see what i mean yeah yeah because look, at, but look, we, look if look it, look you look at like it's so big isn't it yeah i think
1: that is interesting i mean i think it goes into sort of much more, much a much bigger world of discussion, really, doesn't it? Because you kind of think, like, you look at the, even our solar system and the planets, and you wonder whether mm. there was life on some of the other planets, and then did that life evolve and then propagate itself on this planet? Yeah, and then, I think. That's are we well. then the gods? Are we our own gods, as it were? Because mm. if you can Very imagine, possible. we could talk about this on another podcast, maybe, but we that's don't. Quite want to get
0: interesting because you're. you're it's, that's quite logical, what you're saying now, isn't it? That it's mm. not, that's not too far out. That, that yeah, because
1: well, we, I, I bet you, if we if you're interested in that Harper, we could talk about that on another yeah, yeah, one. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. So, what do you reckon? So, should we should we finalise, conclude on the Philadelphia experiment? We, we yeah, we, we think. It's I, I think.
0: What's your what's your uh, uh, rounding up on it, and then I'll give you my thought on it.
1: Well, I think my couple of points were really. I think the fact that it came out after 1955 really hones in on the fact that Einstein died the big players were out of the way so they could sort of their imagination could run riot a little bit but the degaussing thing i think is the really what was going on and it just was a bit bizarre you know and a bit of experimentation going on I, I think that's really all that was going on and then with the the, the boom in sci-fi and films like the 4D man and the mm. blob and all these mm. sorts of things which are really picking up around the end of the 1950s great films yeah. if you ever see them fantastic jazz soundtracks uh just to put a bit of another music reference in but yeah. The, yeah. the all that was just the imaginations were running wild i think yeah <laughs> so, I, I i agree yeah i
0: think that's that's it and and let's face it as far as um i mean it, the miniature dinosaurs are the ones really that that um that were much before humans. I'm talking about the blackbird, the common and garden blackbird, that was digging yeah. wormholes, wormholes long yeah. before humanity <laughs> came up with wormholes. They were they've been yeah. doing it for thousands, possibly millions <laughs> yeah. of years. You know, the blackbird. Very good. I yeah, like <laughs> that one. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, like you, I think I think that um, I think that there was some specialist work going on on the USS Eldridge at Montauk at Long Island. I yeah. think there might have been a bit of bit of a. Uh, brainwashing style idea psychological warfare uh trying to cloak invisibility or certainly trying to become invisible to radar yeah that was that was definitely a project that they were working on i think all these byproducts of uh of time travel um i'd have to have there'd have to be an awful lot more uh on the table before you could actually yeah start into it. getting seriously um, Yeah. You know, it's just that the the naval lot took that book seriously of Jessop's with all the annotations down it, and called yeah. Jessup to the uh, mm. and said, "Would well, you know what's going on, don't they, about the letters?" And
1: yeah, and it, yeah. it
0: worked out that it was this guy Carl uh, Allen or Alende, whatever his name yeah, was, yeah. that was winding him up, and, and you know, yeah,
1: it's amazing, isn't it, what 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 it created back then? If he could have got a bit of cra- um, you know, royalties off of that, he'd be a rich man now, wouldn't he? I guess.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <No>. yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, look at Tesla. He, he um, you know, Westerhouse, the, the guys that, that backed him to start with and mm. made a fortune and then out of him. And then he, he ends up almost penniless living in a hotel room and yeah. one of his old financiers uh, feeling sorry for him paying his bills. And yeah, yeah. And every bit of technology we're using is a result of Nikola Tesla. It's, yeah,
1: it's, that is amazing, isn't it? He should get a much more credit, shouldn't he? But you yeah, you should sort of try and do a, yeah, something for the future to yeah. think about. You know, yeah. and everybody
0: knows what Thomas Edison, you know, and Marconi, but, mm. uh, but you know, but not him. It's mm. Uh, mm. But it, it only if you say Tesla to anybody these days, they just say um, car. Yes.
1: They, yeah, go, they
0: do. They, they, yeah. They've used the kind yeah. of hijack the name a bit.
1: A little bit, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, so he's getting a little bit of. Um, celebrity out of it i don't it's not celebrity i don't think he'd be after celebrity i mean um mm. it, you know not in the same way that back at that those days yeah uh, or even our day what celebrity is but just yeah. to be a bit of an acknowledgement of his contribution yeah. would, would be something wouldn't it yeah so mm.
0: yeah so i think all in all we've we've, we've gone through this and i think uh, we both agree that um uh, there were certain experiments taking place but um and perhaps mm. accidents that had gone wrong and maybe a few people got burned or whatever but uh, in uh, but you know i, I mean i think um, just a, we hadn't talked about it but just that thomas edison had been doing experiments with animals and electrocuted them and things there's footage yeah. online on that and blaming it on tesla tesla's tesla just just uh, you know doing there were all sorts because the one thing tesla wasn't he wasn't um looking after his own business interests. He wasn't a good businessman. He just thought, well, I'll I'll invent something else and I'll be fine. Mm, and then I'll throw mm. the money out. He he wasn't good at sort of promoting himself in that way, I think.
1: No, it's, no it's difficult, way. isn't it? There's yeah. a lot more to these things, isn't there, than just having the idea, isn't it? I think you have to sort of, even back then, you know, having a business head on you is also quite important, isn't it? Cause yeah, exactly.
0: Because if, he,
1: if he's coming up with these ideas, some of these people they're not necessarily good business people are they and yeah. obviously he was in a world where there's obviously good America he said yeah know. i think he said
0: himself tesla money didn't interest him it wasn't of no. an interest to him at all You no.
1: know, um, there were obviously people around there that would take an interest and so yeah,
0: yeah
1: especially in america
0: well i mean where, i think um uh, the westfield or i can't remember westinghouse or electric company they used 1723 all all his patents all tesla's patents Mm. You know, they used all his uh, work and the fact that he you know the remote control boat and the fact that he'd already done wireless radio before Marconi and yet Marconi yeah. gets the credit and
1: you think yeah mm. it's
0: terrible but yeah it's been a good a good chat today RJ fantastic yeah.
1: okay um, great it's good to chat and we' we'll, we'll right. do another one shortly so yeah I'm, just, I'm
0: on my way now to the year, uh, 2477 I think i'll I have a, I'll give that a go.
1: I'll see you on the way back then.
0: Yeah, well, I'll try and get back for tea. Yeah, okay. right. well, in fact, yeah. I should be able to do it so that, oh, I've done it. I'm back. Yeah. I'll tell you all about <laughs> it next time. I want you yeah. to do it bang on the, bang on the same point.
1: Right, you
0: know. yeah. Well, you Brilliant. want to see America these days and Britain. It's completely uh, way up there. It's is
1: it? You wouldn't recognise yeah. it,
0: no. No, you wouldn't. You got, I'll, I'll have to give you the, the dress sense because there is a dress code for that. I'll have to mention it on the way up.
1: fantastic okay okay
0: take care thanks see you later cheers bye thanks to RJ and so that was our take on the Philadelphia experiment check out our other mystery pods or travel back in time and stop by Harpo the Healer on YouTube for something different these were long distance recordings via internet technology